when I do that is Ander going, all around the world. <laughs> all right. Open your mouth, prepare your tongue, because you're about to get a taste. I cannot believe we've gone 12 episodes without me being able to talk about Final Fantasy. Well, I know the doll is bad, so I gotta think the dusty balloon is less bad. I mean, if all life everywhere ends, what have I that's lost? Facial hair as a theme is not something I ever would have chosen. So Yeah, that's the one that Rock is just sweaty the whole time. Yeah. He's got that good, good pointy Jafar beard. <laughs> I've got three pages of AMA citations. This is the Debate This Podcast. Hello, and welcome to Debate This, the show where no one is right, but someone is definitely wrong. In this podcast, we take time out of our busy adult lives to talk about spooky comics, scary video games, and how Ultron in the MCU was a robotic Robert California, and I think we can do better. I don't think we can. I'm going to disagree <laughs> with you. No. I had to Google who Robert California was because I didn't watch The Office. What? He's the Lizard King, Matt. I, right. That's we don't have time for that. I don't think I've that. ever met anybody that hasn't. Eh, whatever. <laughs> what that does it that has more of a personality than I like The Office? Okay, come Ooh, at me. It's hey, not that everyone. good. It's Bad not take. that good, and I'll be that guy. It's it's the PBR of TV. Everybody likes it. <laughs> <laughs> well, as we come to the spooky final stop on our spooktacular express. We're going out in a spooky blaze of spooky glory. Boys, today I've got just one question for you before we get started. How do you like that silver? <laughs> That's right. I, so I don't know you, what it was, other, but I yeah, didn't like you, it. You, you, you <laughs> don't know what that is. That's right. I like that reference. <laughs> well, with the forthcoming Netflix series on its way, we are jumping into the world of The Witcher. So for those of you who are uninitiated, The Witcher is a series of games and books, if you're that sort of nerd. Ding. Yep, there it is. Uh, that follows Geralt of Rivia as he embarks on major adventures that are often sidelined by innumerable side quests that involve taking on contracts to help town folk with their super unfortunate monster problems. So we're talking vampires, griffins, specters, dragons, insectoids, leshens, cannibals. It doesn't matter. When you have a witcher on the case, and if you have enough cash on hand. I have a question. You, with the hand. Um, what is a leshen? I also have that question. Oh, it's metal as fuck, and we're going to talk about it later. Yeah, um, I don't know how to best describe a leshen. Um, I refuse to Google image search it. Describe it to me. <laughs> it looks like something that you would see on the cover of a metal album. That it, does not narrow not, it down. That's not good. Uh, um, it's like, like the goat man demon. Yeah. That you would see in like a satanic, like, they're art, like, like fan art. They're like forest. <laughs> you know? Think like forest monsters, um, tainted evil druids. Also, the name of a city in China. What's the uh, the the album cover on Mastodon's third album? That's a lesson. Okay, all right, you um, got me there. Yeah, like evil evil forest spirits is probably yeah. the best way. That if I you can look do at that. the cover of Blood Mountain by Mastodon, <laughs> that is a lesson. That's what I'm looking at right now. You immediately yep. brought it home to Matt. Yep. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm, Todd, I'm Todd Thomas, and as the host that would most likely be played by Henry Cavill in a Netflix special about my life, I'm who, obviously going to be moderating today's discussion over the editions. We will not be taking questions over who that are you former to statement. Make that we will claim, not be Todd. taking questions. We're moving on. Jesus. I will be moderating today's discussion over what additions to the, the, the Witcher universe we need. Uh, joining me as potential hapless town folk here in this world of Witchers, I have Andrew, School of the Ferret Henderson, 
Matt, School of the Spider, Cole, and Kyle, School of the Pigeon, Harper. I'm not a potential hapless town folk, Todd. I am am a hapless town folk. (laughs) (laughs) Gentlemen, the wind's a-howling, and a witcher like me is scanning a local contract posting board looking to score some coin. And, to be honest, ignore the main plotline a little longer. Wait, okay, so does that mean, like, through these games you play as the Witcher? Because I've never known. Like, I've never known what yes. the title of the games are. Yeah. So y- you are the Witcher. The, the, the synonym, the eponymous Witcher is you, Geralt of Rivia. You are a Witcher, which is a, which is a lifestyle, a career, and a type of person that was uh, changed and transmogrified by science. Think, think about what, what um, John was as Spartan 117, like the Master Chief. Mm-hmm. Put that in Todd, a D&D I never world. Halo. Okay, well, <laughs> yeah. he, they are basically, I'm pretty sure, maybe even as children, but, but young, they're like experimented yeah. on and turned into witchers, which they're monster hunters that can use magic. It's, it's pretty metal. It's awesome. I think the, the Master Chief comparison is really, that, really that, tight. That like s- sealed it for me. That's a good comparison. Yeah. Um, how many things are we going to describe as pretty metal in this episode? All things are metal. <laughs> At least seven. <laughs> well we're at three so <laughs> so to be to be clear you three are hapless townsfolk today and you are going to sell me on why i the witcher should be helping you in this witcher world so i am very uninterested in the main story plot right now so i'm looking to go to the contract board when i see your contract on the board what does it say and what is the reward uh, before I before I jump in, I want to call my shot early and say there's going to be at least three. Well, in the books, <laughs> and then no one can see you push your glasses up your nose when you do yeah, that. Yeah, but, but everybody knows. But we all felt it. Yeah, everybody knew it. Am I going first? Yeah, can I go first. Yeah, that's how that's you're right. first in the Google Doc. <laughs> well, I'm first in my notes, which is the only name in here. All right, so I'm going to start by giving you giving you some uh, some uh, stage notes here. Um, En route to the capital city of Vizima, you come across a small village in the city's outskirts. Stop shaking your head. You gave, this, you gave me this power. Uh, there's not much there save for a couple of ramshackle cottages, a dilapidated inn, and a small blacksmith's stall. Uh, in the center of the village is a large wooden board covered in paper flyers. One particular flyer catches your eyes as you see... Witcher wanted offering one thousand to find one thousand gold. I have dollars here. It's supposed that's to be not gold. that currency, but I got you to find and kill a super scary ghost monster. It ate my sheep and wants to eat me next. Signed, Villager Jim. So you say to yourself, "Hmm, could be a Lushen or a Sil- or even a Sylvan. Better ask around." That was my that was my Geralt Ger- voice. You screamed, "Ghost monster!" I think you meant goat monster. What did yes. I say? Ghost, ghost, ghost could monster. Be, I mean, it could be both. It was goat monster. Is it a, That's ghost, what I meant. Is it a ghost goat <laughs> monster? It could be. It's not That's out of the, the question. The new DLC to Goat Simulator. Or is it the greatest <laughs> of all time monster? I mean... <laughs> Thank you, Matt. Very good. God. You're welcome. Very good, very good. I'm so glad LeBron is in this game. <laughs> For clarity, because I am an idiot, it is a super scary goat monster. Cool. And not incorporeal. As I was holding that contract, I was like, oh, is it a, is it a goat or a goat monster? You like popped out like, ah, goat. It's goat. It's goat. <laughs> and, then pop, and then popped back behind the, the board. Well, in the books, it's actually a goat. Uh-huh. See? See what, I, see what I did? So as you approach the villager Jim's smelly mud hut, you're, uh, you're encountered, you're approached by a scruffy looking guard. He's in all black, 
save for the yellow emblem on his chest. So you recognize him as a Nilfgaardian soldier. Halt, outsider! What are you doing out here in these parts? Don't you know this land is Nilf- Nilfgaardian territory? You can, you can respond if you want. Uh, yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't ready. I was like letting you play really in your good. head space. That was really good. <laughs> yeah, I'm here. Um, I'm just going to fast forward. Yeah. So uh, you as the Witcher explain you're responding to a contract for a scary goat monster. Oh, these bloody savages concocting fairy tales about monsters. What a crock. It's just a matter of time until his majesty, the emperor, makes them see the light of their ways. The other guys in the room, Nilfgaard is an imperial empire, and they want to convert everyone and take over the whole land. Uh, so the story here is that they've taken over this part of the world or this part of the country, and they're uh, <laughs> declaring martial law, et cetera, et cetera. This is part, part podcast, part book report today. <laughs> Next person. Andrew's pitching this uh, to, to Project Red when we hang up <laughs> on this call. I love The Witcher, you guys. Let's prepare all our listeners, because there's going to be a stark difference between Andrew's responses to the questions today and <laughs> Matt and I's responses to the questions today. So, so Todd, to summarize, picture this as like the first town in The Witcher 3, White, or- White Orchard, where it's like kind of a, a shitty little village outside of a big town that's been taken over by Nilfgaard. They're kind of like, they've got kind of the run of the town. Um basically just kind of, you know, harassing villagers and just kind of making making trouble for everybody in the all in the veiled, you know, uh explanation of law. So, that's the situation. Sounds sounds pretty serious. Glad there's a 100 or 1000 coin or whatever the <laughs> currency is that we've decided on in this moment. 1000 units of money. Yes, 1000 <laughs> money is great. All right. Um Matt, what do you have for me and is it does it fit on less than 30 slides? Uh, <laughs> one, yes. Two, I need to re-clarify Kyle's point that, like, if I have not made it clear enough, <laughs> I do not know these games. Um, I don't know, like, I don't know what a good bounty is to, like, compare yeah, right, Andrew's thousand matter. gold to you, what, what... A thousand is pretty good. Okay. Yeah, a thousand is, is, like, it's, like, pretty good, but could be better. Kyle, I don't know if you did this today, but I googled currency in Witcher, <laughs> and they're, like... 15 there's so many there's okay. a gold exchange in these games because every because every area is its own city state and has its own particular currency in the game you use orins which in the books oh my jesus <laughs> oh, no. in the game you use orins is only because you're using tamarian currency even though tamaria has been ousted by nilfgaard listen Okay. Did we? Everyone did we shut miss, up. Everyone. Oh, everyone shut I feel, up. I feel so alive right now. Did we miss a flavor oh. text on this series? <laughs> <laughs> I. If if everyone just says a thousand, a thousand is great. Don't say another word after a thousand. Just say a thousand, and that's. I've whatever. never felt more alive. Oh God. Wait, I can't do that because I already wrote something else. Todd. Then don't 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 say any number. A thousand is pretty good, and then move from there, and just don't say what after that. No, but it's part of my plot. Then, Todd, then make it that. That's whatever you say is what it is now. Just don't okay. say Orins or whatever else. All right. Well, I'm going to go on this silly adventure that I have you <laughs> yeah. on now because I guess it's my turn. Um, so you're a witcher, right? And you're like walking through the woods and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and you come across this lonely town that I found the name of on Wikipedia called Clay Witch. <laughs> and you see on the bulletin board outside of the inn, 
this contract, and it goes like this. Contract, a serpent in our midst, calling for assistance to exterminate a terror in our humble village. We, the citizens of Claywich, live in fear of leaving our homes as we are tormented by a giant serpent. The beast has swallowed a third of our village, leaving us with nothing but their shoes. All who have tried to vanquish the beast have been devoured, only causing the beast to double in size. We seek a witcher of great strength and fortitude, would also prefer one who tastes bad. <laughs> the head of the beast will earn you 500 copper, the most our small village can muster. We also offer you new rare boots. Ooh, boots. <laughs> <laughs> I've, uh, fortunately enough for you, Matt, my full witcher armor outfit right now is lacking in boots. Great, so. we have boots. Todd, we have <laughs> boots. We'll make you boots. That was really good for never having played a Witcher. You kind of nailed it. Thanks. Yeah, like I said off the call, Todd said to Google image search Witcher contracts, and that's what I did, and that's all I got. Yeah. And so. that is the foundation of this argument today. Yep. That was that was a thousand apes got together and re and watched a thousand <laughs> hours of The Witcher and put together one contract or whatever that is that that old adage is. Okay, I'm done. I don't have any other lore to build. Go ahead, Kyle. Um, Kyle, up next, do you where, where do you stand on citations? And are you offering me boots? Um, so what I've what I've got for you, Todd, is a a po uh, a flyer on the contracts board, kind of kind of lazily written, but on a very ornate. Um, I can't think uh, on a very ornate parchment, but very very lazily written. Just seeking a witcher, um, offering 5,000 um, <laughs> to, to exterminate a hellhound that has been attacking my subjects. In, in addition to some public pressure from the rabble, it is more difficult to it's also difficult to collect taxes from dead subjects than it is living ones. Um, and I've got new stables to build. Is scrawled on this note but that that 5000 is uh, very largely written that is that is straight to the point that is painting me a good picture that is a hefty amount of and i'm i'm liking what i'm hearing i'm so glad that we've adopted the hand motion for <laughs> that everyone on this audio format can certainly see i i wrote it out in my own notes as mer over three times so um, I, I have I to it. i have to do a quick publisher's errata here uh actually so i said it was orins orins are the old currency that you trade to get crowns which is the nude Stop. currency which is essentially kedwedian instead of well, Marian. well you know what this whole podcast was was really gonna fall apart if we didn't have that <laughs> here with us glad today. i'm really glad that we were able to Andrew, Andrew's playing a separate out. game, which is to see how many people he can get to stop listening before the, <laughs> the episode ends. Just go ahead and uh, and at us on debate this with the timestamp of when you stopped listening. Whoever gets to the end, we'll we'll send you a sticker or something. All right. Um, so moving on. Mm, place of power, gotta be. That's another good. Ah! That's another good Witcher quote. If you don't. All right. Um, this is fun, you guys. <laughs> you're so. <laughs> Your contracts all sound intriguing enough, uh, and I'm looking to 100% this run through the game, so yeah, I'm, I'm going to grab them all. Um, now that I've arrived at the agreed-upon location, tell me about your character, their story, what the monster is here, and how our first interaction goes. You want me to start? Yeah, no, this is you. That's how this cool. whole podcast has been set up from the very, very <laughs> beginning. There's, all right. 
So uh, you just you just got away out of your confrontation with the Nilfgaardian guard. You approach uh, Villager Jim, who's sweeping dirt off of his dirt floor in his mud hut. <laughs> oh, hello. I'm <laughs> oh, boy. I'm Villager Jim, and this is my very plain wife. That's rude. Are we in Australia? <laughs> oh. <laughs> I didn't say it would be a good accent. She don't, she don't got a name on account of this here's a very patriarchal society. So she's just here to churn butter. Butter. You butter. went through like five <laughs> yeah, accents just, in oh one man, Keep going. You're, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to lose the accent here. You're answering my contract? Oh, thank the gods. There's some frightful goat monster here been running amok and eating all our sheep. I, hear, I heard a terrible sound the other night, like the howl of a beast. Then shortly after, I heard, I heard a loud mashing noise, like someone was gnawing on a chicken bone. I ran outside, making sure not to wake up me very plain, very homely wife. <laughs> Is she, like, standing next to you as you say this churning butter? Yeah. <laughs> Follow-up question. She doesn't question. have any lines. Is this, like, the other guys where she's, like, super hot and Will Ferrell just doesn't no. know? No, everybody in this universe is ugly and greasy. Okay. <laughs> and wet. They're all and very, Yeah, everyone's very wet. They're clammy is the word I would use for them. Uh, yeah. Dewey. You're, you're welcome. <laughs> and, uh, and what I found was truly horrific. My sheep were lying there in a bloody mess, guts spilling out only half covered by strips of flesh. Something had gobbled up most of the meat and left a mangled mess. I caught a glimpse of some terrible beast with a goat's head and antlers like a deer galloping back into the dark woods. Well, I immediately ran the other way and locked the door behind me, like the hapless coward I am. Sounds like a pretty pretty serious problem, Jim. Vill- Villager Jim is very <laughs> self-aware of his, <laughs> of his shortcomings. He's, he's pretty enlightened for a, for a greasy towns person. Uh, so what would you like to do, Witcher? Uh, first off, enlightened is probably not the word I would use for Jim. Um, <laughs> well, he, he's, aware he's, is yeah, probably he, Aware is correct. Um, uh... Well, I, what do you, do you know anything about the, the goat monster? Where it came from? This is a bad accent too, man. This is not an accent podcast. <laughs> yeah, we 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 uh, that's practice my, that's, this a lot. I want to be clear. That is not my Geralt impression. That's my Henry Cavill impression. That's me. Henry Cavill as yeah. Geralt. That's that's just Todd's. That's just Todd's sexy voice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you're gonna be Geralt, you gotta be a lot gravelier. Yeah, it's all very gravelly. Uh, so he he kind of explains. He sh- points you in the direction of the where he saw the 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 t- horrifying beast and points you toward the direction of the woods. Oh man. Well, I, I think the first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to use my witcher sense all over his cabin. <laughs> you sure are. <laughs> so, uh, you flip on detective mode and, uh, you find a note kind of like tucked in on, on tucked, like under a couple things on a, on the top of a table. Um, and you read it and it says the monthly military protection tax is tripled. Uh, the note was, uh, has the emblem of the Nilfgaard empire. So you can surmise that, the guards are extorting the town. I'm going to confront Jim because I think Jim's full of lies. Jim has <laughs> secrets. Jim, Jim, Jim gets a little upset and goes, get out of here before me very plain wife chases you out with a broom. That's, that's fair. I mean, she's been through enough. So you, uh, you flip on that detective mode and you follow the trail of blood in the direction that Jim pointed out. Yeah, that, that's where I'm going. I assume that's what you're doing. So you follow the highlighted path for about 45 to 50 seconds. And uh, you fight a couple of uh, those little watery creatures along the way. The, the says, neckers. How do you like that? Yeah, the neckers. Yeah. And he says, and then you say, damn, you're ugly. So that's the only. 
only, that's the only reference says, I didn't see. How do you like that silver and damn you're ugly? That's yeah. really it over and over again. Yeah, I like this podcast that we've created. <laughs> um, <laughs> so uh, you come across another corpse, but this time it's a human. Oh, um, yeah, gonna keep detective mode. I wanna, I wanna rummage through yeah. to see if I can find and see how much murmur it's carrying. Yeah, it's it's got three murmurs um, <laughs> well, because yeah. it's specifically Nilfgaardian currency. Uh, you you ID the corpse to be a Nilfgaardian guard, which obviously. Um, now the body is cold, so it's oh. definitely not the one you met earlier. But you can uh, surmise using the same unit, and oh, uh, it's just covered in blood and mangled guts. So that's not dead sheep. That's dead human. Say that in a gravelly voice. <laughs> mm, that's that's not dead sheep. <laughs> that's that's dead human. I'm kind of like Perfect. I'm channeling. I'm channeling like a that's good. Like, like an old person playing bingo who's never left the smoking bingo hall. Like I think yeah. that's the kind of deep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was really, that was good. That was good. Definitely workshop that. Um, <laughs> so you, I assume you're gonna do the little like investigate where you kind of like turn their head a little bit and you find everything that's ever happened to that that particular person. Yeah, that's it. That's a really fun part of The Witcher. Um, so you find some wounds on the body, but the wounds look like more that he was just stabbed by a weapon rather than being mauled by a beast, by a goat, by a goat man. Um. Also, the blood and guts are not of human origin. Oh, shoot. The blood and guts on the human? Correct. Oh, it's, I, I feel like I'm being a witcher, whatever the witcher version of bamboozled is. Yeah, what, why don't you say that in a gravelly voice? Oh, I feel like I'm, like I'm being whatever is the witcher version of bamboozled here. Perfect. It wasn't, uh, it wasn't perfect, just, but thanks. Just then, <laughs> just then you hear a voice. Oi, witcher scum! <laughs> Back away from that blo- that bloody murder. Is it Jim and his plain wife? <laughs> it's not Jim and his plain wife. Um, the butt end of a sword connects with the back of your head and you pass out. Oh, <laughs> that's unfortunate. So yeah. that he so called out Matt, to me before he did that. Do Matt and I need to be here? <laughs> yeah, you guys. <laughs> you guys got your own thing going and it's good. Don't get me yeah, wrong. I, I'm in. I'm enjoying this, but we we probably should have done the flavor text before we did this, huh? Uh, Andrew, Andrew, and I have been workshopping some uh, Witcher fan fiction for a while now, and unfortunately, that has leaked into today's episode. I think. Yeah, yeah. I just need the listeners to know that, like, in our Google Doc, Andrew has a full paragraph with stage directions and clearly, like, pages of his own notes, and I have two sentences. <laughs> And those two sentences are, I am a lowly cobbler, I cobble shoes. You know what, that's, that's probably a good time to, uh, while I'm dealing with whatever concussion I've been handed by, by, um, by Smelly Jim and his plain wife, um, Matt, why don't you tell me about your, your shoe situation here? Well, Todd, I am a lowly, lowly cobbler, cobbler <laughs> and I cobble shoes. <laughs> so you find me... The cobbler. <laughs> Cobble shoes. <laughs> <laughs> Sitting at the end of the cobblestone road. Stop it. Good. In the shop in which I cobble shoes. Are you eating peach cobbler? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how many other cobbler jokes I can make. Anyway, okay. So you find, <laughs> you find me, the lowly cobbler who cobble shoes, sitting in my cobble shop, in distress, because I have this huge inventory of bright green boots, and there is no one buying my boots. It's it's a, it's a. I see you have boots. Are are you the person who 
who has the snake problem that keeps giving you shoes, and now you've got <laughs> shoes and then shoes you haven't sold? Witcher, I do have a snake problem. I am the one with the snake problem. The snake has given me no shoes. <laughs> the snake keeps eating people and leaving only shoes. And so now I don't have any more people to buy my shoes, and I have an excess of shoes because everyone just keeps finding them in the woods. Witcher, I don't know what to do. Can you help me? I'm, I'm here to, to kill snakes and collect 500 and, <laughs> and then a pair of shoes, I think. Great, of course. I'd love to give you a pair of boots. But you see, Witcher, there is a large snake monster, and every time it eats someone, it gets bigger. And it lives over yonder by the lake. You'll be able to find it by following the trail of boots. <laughs> in in my head, I know it's supposed to be like I'm assuming people that have died, it's their boots. But I like to think you've laid someone laid boots out in arrows. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, I have certainly not laid out any of my boots. I only try to sell my boots. However, there are a trail of boots from the people that have been eaten hunting the snake. There are just a trail of boots. Will you follow the boots, Witcher? Uh, I I I will. Um, I. It seems concerning that the biggest cause for alarm in your village right now is that you have too many shoes to sell and not the fact that people are being eaten. But yes, I will I will do this boot-related quest for you. It is a huge problem, Witcher. You see, if you go to the riverbanks, you will see a large pile of boots. And in that large pile of boots, you will find the large snake monster. Because, Witcher, there's a snake in my boots. <laughs> I hate it. I hate it. This, I am living in the 4chan threads that end with like, where'd you come from? Where'd you go? Where'd you come from, Cotton Eye Joe? Like the the 4chan. Matt, Matt thread. just IRL green texted us. Like, so actually, I want to defend Matt for a second. I know this is like totally anti antithetical to our show, but in the books, uh, the the first two anthologies are mostly just fairy tales that are put on their head. Yeah. Like, there is literally, like, a retelling of Beauty and the Beast and a couple other ones that um, I can't think of right now. But that is not un incredibly unlike The Witcher. So good job. Yeah! Yeah! Yeah. I've been keeping notes over everyone's arguments so far. And, you know, like, my notes for Matt so far <laughs> say, lowly cobbler who cobbles shoes. Shoes on shoes on shoes. I hate Matt. Those are actually <laughs> the three bullet points I've taken away from this so far. Um, Kyle, I am so upset at what I've been given so far. What What are you bringing to the to the fairy tale potluck? Well, not not half a D and D campaign, <laughs> and not and not a long road to a bad joke. Um, so. <laughs> Um, so, so you, you take the, the flyer written on nice parchment nice and you, parchment. you flip it over, you flip it over and you see it's got, you know, directions to an estate. Um, you, you go head to this estate and as you go there, you pass through this very poor looking town, um, like poorer than villager Jim's town. Like it's, it's in rough shape. You walk down this, this road through this town, and at the end of the road, you see this very large estate, huge mansion, um, fenced off, surrounded by a stone, a stone fence. You, you walk up to the gate, and you are greeted by a very, very haughty-looking gentleman who um, is the, the man who posted the flyer. And he explains to you that he's, 
the viceroy of this town um, in exchange for protection from bandits, thieves, monsters, etc. He collects attacks from his subjects, the the people in the town you just walked through. Um, However, recently, there's been something taking off with the villagers' livestock in the night. He explains normally he expects his subjects to deal with wolves and wildlife themselves. He dismissively explains, like, I can't, ex- I can't protect them from everything, and, like, kind of rolls his eyes. But he sent his soldiers out to check out what was happening, and one of his best soldiers was killed by this thing. He, they were pulled up in the largest farm, and um, when the, the livestock were attacked, the soldier also was killed by whatever this was. And soldiers are expensive, and um, the dying livestock means he can't collect taxes from, from this village. So he wants you to, to deal with whatever this is. He doesn't care if you kill it, but he needs it to go away. He wants to keep collecting taxes because he's got these stables to finish, and his horses are going to get cold this winter if he doesn't build these stables. And he kind of sends you off to the, to the farm where the soldier died to get you started on hunting whatever this is down. Did he... I, the contract said hellhound, right? Was that a thing? It did. I that's my continuity error. Um I just <laughs> <laughs> I mean, who knows what it could really be? It could be a goat or ghost monster. It could be. It could be a yeah. snake in Matt's boots. I don't but... want it to ever be. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's that's all I got. That's fine. He so I, I show up and I get I get pointed down for, for money purposes. I need to go kill whatever this is. Yes, <laughs> that's that's fair. I'm I, I'm going to I'm going to go kill whatever this is because you're offering me the most murmur than anyone's offered me today. Oh, it money is no object. Murmur is no object. <laughs> <laughs> he, he he makes he makes it very clear. He is he is wealthy. Can we not say money or currency like those are pretty generic terms? No. No, it's all murmur. Who's leading this discussion murmur, murmur, today? Murmur is the currency, right? <laughs> I thought murmur was the currency. Andrew, you get to win on every count of naming the proper cities. Let us all win on saying murmur. Deal. All right. I I like all this. I except for most of it. So um, <laughs> also fair. <laughs> mm, well, this sounds sounds like this should all be pretty routine stuff. Um, I'm not, I'm over that. Uh, so now that we're, we're handling your quest, you know, how does it end? Tell me about how we put a bow on this roach and we ride it home for dinner. Ah. That's roach is the horse. Roach is always the horse. It's these, these jokes that only Andrew understands are really great. <laughs> it's always a different horse, but he always names his horse roach. Oh, it's, it's never not roach. Um, so, uh, for those again, uninitiated, Many Witcher quests, they end in, in you know, like a dramatic uh, finale or a turn. So my question is for you, how does this contract end and cut the bullshit? What is really going on around here? Is it the, it's a, the, the Scooby-Doo villain ending where, like, the, the <laughs> first person you talk to is also the villain when they pull the Damn mask Damn it, off. Kyle, don't spoil it's, the ending. <laughs> it's, the, it's, the S, it's the SVU style yeah. where it might not be the first person, but it's the guy that was in the background. It's the person that answers the door when they're talking to and they're trying to find the person they actually came to interview. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Um, 
Well, you, as you remember, you got bonked in the back of the head with the blunt end of a sword. I do remember. Concussions are no joke. Yeah, so you wake up in the middle of a dingy cell. Your head hurts and your vision is blurred. Uh, you hear some guards talking. Uh, Bloody Empire is sending, uh, telling us to pack up and retreat to the capital. They don't want more casualties on, the, on account of some demon roaming the woods. Fuck the rumors. Don't they know we have the real culprit right here? Uh, Vizima is saying he's to be released immediately. Says it's coming from the top. Besides, the body was cold when we found it. That's a pile of shite. You know, because they say shite. They say shite. shite. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not letting another opportunity slip. Oi, the witcher scum is awake. Every- okay, so that's like a joke, right? It's like every time somebody greets you, it's like, oi, witcher. Because yep. everybody hates you. And you're, you're very obviously a witcher because all witchers have bright yellow eyes. That's like the one defining yeah. feature. So it comes yeah. up over and over and over again. Well, it's like people are afraid of you because yeah. you're basically a murder hobo. You're a, you're like a you are a D and D. Yeah, you are you're an X Men character. You are a D and D hero. Yeah, <laughs> but like a hero that is just paid to do stuff. Like you yeah. take on contracts without really thinking about morality. Yeah, gotcha. Um, anyway, so the uh, the Nilfgaard approaches you. Uh, good morning, princess. Did you sleep well? So at this point, Todd, this is your decision point. How would you how would you like to proceed here, knowing full well that you can. Easily take <laughs> these nerds. Easily, I'm. I am. How many nerds are there to be taken? Uh, there are three nerds. Okay, I'm gonna instantly take at least one and a half nerds. You kill all of them by mistake. <laughs> well, such is life. <laughs> Let's of a say, Witcher. Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> I would boom, probably boom, do. Boom. Um, I would do. Uh, what's the fire spell? Is it called Ifrit? In this Ig- one, Igni. Igni. That's it. Yeah, I'm shooting fire at him because yeah. fuck him. So two of them burn up to, to smithereens, and the, the third one surrenders. And Is it Jim? A, did Jim surrender? No, Jim's not an elf guard. Oh, well. Jim's just a greasy townsperson. Oh, okay. So the, the third guard, who we won't name, uh, he surrenders, and he, he makes you a deal. He says, he says I will give you 2,000 murmurers for the, for the return of the head of the monster who's, who's actually terrorizing this village. Yeah, um, that, that sounds better than the current 1,000 murmurers. I'm being offered and is still the same result, I think. So, yeah. Also, let me out of here or I'm going to also kill you, nameless henchman number three. <laughs> he lets you out. Also, he's very greasy as well. Oh, man. <laughs> um, so you head back to the scene where that original, where you saw that Nilfgaard body. Um, you investigate a little bit more. You flip on some more detective mode and you find a bloody cleaver Ooh. stashed kind of far away in a bush. Um, you see a little engraving on the hilt. And what is, I would like to examine the hilt. It says, to me, very plain wife. Oh, I'm, I'm going back to Jim. <laughs> and the rest, of, and the name is actually faded out, so you can't see the name. I'm going to go back to Jim. I'm going to. Yeah, you're sure gonna, going back to I'm Jim's gonna, house. Point that, that bloody cleaver at him. Actually, I'm probably going to throw it at him. So you, you head back to Villager Jim's house, but no one is home. Are you gonna are you gonna do a B and E? Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna do a little light B and E. I'll break that yeah. door open. <laughs> yeah, you sure you super break that door yeah. open with your wind spell and half of the, the half of the hile, <laughs> the hut just goes blows into into little planks of wood. Yeah. Um you uh you search around and you find a bloody goat head that's been hollowed out. Oh shoot, he's been yeah. the lesson. Yeah, so it's not unlike Kyle's Scooby Doo spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> Kyle, you could write for Project Red, is what we're saying. <laughs> yeah. Um, on that goat head, there's a bunch of deer antlers that's kind of hastily fashioned together to look like the head of a lesion. Yeah. Um. Now I'm now I'm hunting down a townsfolk Jim. Well, fortunately, Villager Jim returns from doing villager shit. Oh man. Oi, Witcher! <laughs> what? What in God's name are you doing in my in me mud hut? Oh. 
I, I think I, if there's a way that I can show him the hilt of the cleaver while punching him in the nose, that's the response <laughs> I want. Yeah, you you catch him in the act. He's he's not very smart. Uh, so he, he left he's, a branded cleaver out. So he <laughs> he's, he's a pretty dumb, greasy villager. Uh, uh, yes, you you figured me out, Witcher. I thought if I could scare the Nilf guardians away, they would they would leave our humble village alone. I uh, dressed up as a Leshen and murdered that guard, and then I posted that contract hoping that it would help spread that rumor. All I want is to live a humble life with me very plain, very homely, almost borderline unpleasant-looking wife <laughs> while we tend, to our, we tend to our three remaining sheep. Um, Tell you what. Yeah, no, you go. <laughs> you go, Jim. I will pay you the 1,000 reward if you can figure out how to chase those guards out of our town. Um, Jim, Jim committed a murder. Yeah, so here's your Jim quest did a update. Murder. Murder. So here's your here's your quest update, Witcher, Witcher Todd. Do you uh do you chase the guards out of town or do you take the 2000 murmurmers and turn in villager Jim? Um I'm here's what's happening. I'm going to take the 2000 murmurmers, turn in villager Jim and then I'm going to give plain Jane wife white yeah, unnamed wife, <laughs> 1500 of the murmurmers to live a better life. Well, you can't do that because she didn't. We didn't record any dialogue for her. Oh, so. that's fine. <laughs> you, you have to spend that two thousand murmurs on uh, Grandmaster armor. I'm, I'm, well, I need some new boots that I think I'm going to find a resolution <laughs> to. So, yeah, totally turning in Jim. Jim. Yeah. Jim, Jim Dunn did a murder. <laughs> there was better right. answers to what he did. You uh, you go back to the Nilfgaard little campment there. And I'm going you, uh, for the uh, Paragon ending. So yeah, you you get your two thousand murmurs quest ended done and and jim got his comeuppance <laughs> it's more so because he was mean to his wife that's that's not cool that was the real crime here here i said it before the witcher is basically just what if lord of the rings but everybody was an asshole yeah everyone's <laughs> looking out for number one yeah all right so so mad it looks like i'm gonna find a pile of boots tell me <laughs> tell me what's ha- i'm following a trail of boots right now so you found the pile of boots. You have discovered that there is a snake in my boots. <laughs> you didn't need to say it again. <laughs> oh, so, will you fight the snake monster? I'm 100%. I'm going to force blast the pile of boots at a distance and say a cocky witcher line, and then I'm going to absolutely fight the giant snake monster. Great. On your way to fight the snake monster when you Uh-oh. force blast the hundreds of boots... Out of those hundreds of boots, hundreds of small baby snake monsters come at you. Will you oh. handle the small baby snake monsters? Yes. I'm going <laughs> to handle them with my Witcher magic. Great. You advance to fight <laughs> the giant cool. snake monster. <laughs> Do you kill the giant snake monster? What? Do you kill the giant snake monster? Yeah, at this point, there's been so many snake-related uh, attacks that I'm becoming... I'm second-guessing my actions, but I've gone too far in on it, so yes. <laughs> this is like Matt's reading the novelization of a text adventure. This is going to add a, end in another bad pun, isn't it? <laughs> yes. It's super I was going to say, I've, like, I've never played The Witcher 3, but I've played Space Quest 4, so I'm just going with it's the It's basically the same thread. thing, I, yeah. yeah. At this point, I feel like there's been so much snake murder that Geralt is starting to second-guess himself. Like, did I find the wrong pile of shoes and am i killing a totally innocent like wholesome snake but too bad so will you kill the snake monster todd i'm gonna kill the snake monster great will you return its head to the lowly cobbler who cobble shoes 
for yeah. the reward, as the contract states. I think I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna do that. Great. So you come back to the cobble shop at the end of the cobblestone road to give the lowly cobbler. shoe cobbler who cobbles shoes <laughs> mm-hmm. the head of the snake monster, and he says, "Great." Thank you so much, Witcher, for killing the snake. That makes everything so much better for me. Here are the 500 murmurers that you were promised in the contract, as it is all that we could muster together in this small village. Would you like to cash in on your new pair of boots completely free of charge? Since I've been running around barefoot for the first 12 levels of this journey, yes. I would love (laughs) a pair of boots. I think these boots are a trap. Terrific. In that moment, I... Not I... In that moment, <laughs> the lowly shoe cobbler who cobbles shoes takes the snake head from you and smashes it on the table and begins to pull the skin off of the snake head and wrap it around the form of a boot. Oh, fuck yeah. That's metal all shit. Right. Oh, there it is. In that moment, you realize all of the bright green boots are made of snake skin. Turns out... That the snake was a docile creature, but snakeskin makes great boots. So the lowly shoe cobbler who cobbles shoes has been stealing the baby snakes and taking their skin to make boots, which is why the snake always left the boots after it ate people. And now you have a pair of snake boots, the exact boots that caused the problem the whole time. Was this just an analog of the fashion industry? And what you discover... (laughs) Is that through this whole quest, the lowly shoe cobbler who cobbles shoes has been the snake in the grass. Get out. (laughs) (laughs) I don't I don't know what we expected would happen here today. Um, I I didn't I didn't know there would be some weird like Ouroboros of literally like the snake that eats itself situation that would end with Matt just making me feel one bad, two stupid, and, <laughs> and also in the end, you've got Geralt walking out with these like fancy ass boots, but also he kind of feels a little bit of guilt, right? But at least there's a shoe cobbler with a town all to himself and all these shoes. The, it was the most side questy thing I could come up with. It it would fit, uh, and again, like much to what Andrew said, it would just like fit in a weird village that you happen upon. So. Right, exactly. At least I've got boots. The snake in the grass. <laughs> Shut up, Matt. <laughs> All right, Kyle. I've got fancy ass boots and a lot of weird environmental guilt. All right. So you um you head out to the field where the the livestock and the soldier have been killed, the last sighting of whatever this monster is. And you see giant like paw prints like bigger than bigger than your average dog bigger than a wolf that arouses some suspicion you uh you walk a little further and you see the the remains of the soldier and he definitely looks like he was attacked by an animal but not again not a regular wolf or fox or bear but something bigger meaner and nastier because these are very like the the wounds have started to erode quicker than they should, and it's very gruesome, very ugly. So you, you start to follow these paw prints, and they kind of lead you back around back of the estate, and you find out, and you, you follow it. I'm, I'm making this up as I go along, so no, bear it's good. with me. <laughs> um, and you follow it to a giant hellhound 
um, trying to, like, sniffing around the back of the Viceroy's estate. Hellhounds show up when there is corruption and are not, are, are not happy or whatever hellhounds feel about the corruption they show up for, um, that the Viceroy is exploiting these poor villagers. They're, they're responding to the, the unfair taxation the Viceroy is getting on them. So you see this hellhound. It's trying to get into the Viceroy's house. What do you do? I'm, I'm going to call out to the, to the hellhound and say, call it ugly. And brandish my sword. Good call. I'm gonna I'm gonna try and provoke it. <laughs> it attacks you. What do you do? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna fight it. That's well. This is all. No, this is all right. This is, this is supposed to happen. Okay. So you fight the. You're fighting the hellhound. You uh you you trade blows. It it gets a good bite on you. You get a good like whatever attack you choose to fight a hellhound with. What do you what do you attack it I'm with? Gonna, a stab? I'm gonna attack it with my silver sword. Okay. Um so you you wound the hellhound and it decides that it does not want to fight you anymore. Um because you're a much tougher opponent than goats and uh this this mercenary that the uh viceroy hired and it runs off. Do you track it? Or do you tell the viceroy you scared it off? Oh, I'm I'm definitely gonna track it because witchers have a witcher sense, which you probably may not know about, and I'm gonna use it to track this beast. All right. So you <laughs> um you you keep tracking it and you track it around again and it it's much faster than you, so it you you're behind it most of the way. And you notice it it just loops you back around to the Viceroy's house. Like it takes you through this long winding path through the woods and loops back around. It is it is getting this this viceroy um, um when you happen upon it again it has broken a back door to the viceroy's estate and has gotten inside well now i'm curious what it's got against the viceroy so i'm still gonna try and kill it i but, bet it's uh, trapped but i'm also watching to see what it's doing um so you go you you go in to the house and you see you like there in the in the, the grand room the hall i don't know what they're called but the the, fi- the living room, the fireplace, the trophy room, yeah. whatever it is, the hellhound has the the same haughty looking gentleman pinned down, um, just growling, drooling, eyes ablaze, and the viceroy just shouts, "Oy, Witcher, help!" <laughs> <laughs> did, I, did I do that right? Yeah. Um, Oy, Witcher, <laughs> um, like that. I'm gonna I'm gonna call out to it. Um. What is it? What does it have against you? Why does it want to kill you? I, I don't know. I don't know. I didn't do any I didn't do anything wrong. I just I I offer protection to the villagers and in exchange they they I um charge attacks on them. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> um he seems sketchy, but witchers do enjoy killing for contracts and I want its mutagen to build into a benefit for my witcher later so I'm going to kill it. Okay. Nice. That all made sense. You kill a hellhound. The viceroy. <laughs> it's like materia. <laughs> Pretend it's like materia. Yeah. It's um, your skill tree. You you kill the hellhound. It dies because um, that's what things do when you kill it. Nice. Uh, the viceroy thanks you, um, pays you the the five thousand remembers, and um, says, "Great, I can now. I can you know my 
my subjects can get back to work. They can pay my pay the tax that they owe me, and I can finish my stable stables. Thank you, Witcher, and you go about <laughs> your day. I guess I I definitely I I want to know why it was trying to attack him. Is he gonna? Is, he's he's not gonna. He's not sharing. It's just doing it. Um. The the out of universe answer was just it was he's he is more than more than collecting taxes he is shaking down these villagers and, oh and just just being a generally nasty dude sounds like sounds like you've made us a real bad guy Kyle he's a he's a bad guy he's not a good not a good guy he's not he's not good like villager Jim is is he the like might seduce your dad type bad guy stop damn it. Matt. Why'd, uh, why'd we let Matt in this episode? I don't, I don't know why I'm here, guys. I don't know what other role I fill in this. Why'd we let him keep going after he, Snake? You're like in my the boots. straight man. You're like the Jerry Seinfeld. You gotta the audience. Your audience like looks at this conversation through your eyes. Right. Exactly. That's that's it. I'm I'm merely a looking glass. <laughs> Good. Good. I'm glad we're here. Um. All right, so you, you've answered my questions three, and um, we are going to take a quick break. But before we do that, I want to give you all the super secret bonus questions. And I, I typed up the, this question before we started this. So when I read off what I've written, well, the first, the first line is, your missions have all been very, very good. And I, <laughs> and I don't want any of you to think that that's true. <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I, I don't feel good about lying to you when I can see you on this call. Um, but I'm still going to say what I wrote. Uh, all right. So the super, the super secret bonus question is that, or the prompt is that your missions have all been very, very good. So good that we're going to revise your story into a DLC pack. Er, er, for a DLC download, and we're gonna pack it up as a new main story arc. So great news! Yeah, I, <laughs> I, I really had to, to preface what I said with what I said. So <laughs> your your super secret bonus question is: Tell me what is the new story that we're going to follow with your character, and what is the title of the DLC pack that they are headlining? So you think about that. And we're going to take a quick break, and we will be right back. Hey, everybody. Andrew and Kyle here. want to remind you that we are doing a, an all-day marathon stream for Extra Life on November 2nd. Um, we're going to be playing games like Untitled Goose Game, uh, Super Mario RPG, Marvel Ultimate Alliance, um, I might play some auto chess or some Pokemon or something. Hell yeah. We'll see. I'm ready for that auto chess content. We'll see what, we'll see what happens <laughs> that day. One of us may be, may very well be a very horrible goose. Oh, we're all going to be very horrible geese. We're going to be being horrible geese together for extra life an awesome charity organization that benefits the children's miracle network. Um, and, and since we are located in Columbus, all of the proceeds that we do, all the donations that we accept, We'll go to Nationwide Children's Hospital here in Columbus, Ohio, which would be um, pretty great. Yeah, we're very excited. Um, once again, Andrew, when, when are we doing that? How long are we doing it for? That's a great question, Kyle. It's going to be Saturday, November 2nd. Um, right now, if we're thinking 8 a.m. to 8 a.m., um, Saturday to Sunday. And uh, you can see it on twitch.tv slash debate this cast. 
Again, that's twitch.tv slash debate this cast. Um, again, we're going to be doing a 24-hour stream, so there'll be a plenty of time for you to check in. We look forward to seeing you. And we're back. Wow, that was a great message. Hey, we're doing a thing. So, the super secret <laughs> bonus question. <laughs> God damn it. Listen, I'm... Oh, man. I'm I, hope, various... I hope that ad break was about us doing a thing. <laughs> well, I meant we're something doing, else. I meant we're doing a thing here. Um, and oh. listen. All around the world. <laughs> <laughs> I am varying levels of impressed with your answers and infuriated with your answers. And I won't say who has done Thank what. Thank you. Because <laughs> it's welcome. everyone, it's everyone for both. So, <laughs> the question at hand is: Tell me, what is the new DLC story arc that is following kind of the adventure you've given me now, and what is the title of that DLC pack, Andrew? All right, I'm going to give you the title at the end. Yes. Um. So you walk back into the town. Several weeks have passed. You walk back into the little village. And there are now Nilfgaard banners everywhere. And there are way more guards. Just, just like, it's littered. The place is littered with guards. Before you saw, like, dilapidated huts and, like, that inn and the blacksmith. Well, the inn and the blacksmith are gone, but the huts are, like, built up a little bit. And people don't look... People are still greasy, but not as greasy. They're less yeah. greasy. <laughs> They're less greasier. Um, so, yeah. And you see, right in the center of town is a man hung. Oh. Uh oh that's not great. You don't like no. seeing that. That's Villager Jim. Oh, no. Oh, <laughs> Jim. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and there's a little sign that says, like, something like, uh, you know, they, they've, made, they've made him an example, basically. Oh. Uh, so you don't, you don't fuck with the Nilfgaard Empire. And, uh, hey, good job, Witcher. You, uh, you forfeited this man's life. Okay. Um, also, uh, Villager Jim's wife goes and visits the, his body every day and, and hasn't spoken since he was hung in the center of town very publicly. Nor, nor before he was hung. Yeah, she, <laughs> he didn't really do a lot of talking before well, she, either. It was implied that she was speaking before, but now she super doesn't. She's <laughs> actually mute. And she was, anyway. wearing, she was wearing glasses to show time had passed. Correct. <laughs> so uh, you meet up with the Nilfgaard soldier who's now been promoted to a captain. Oh, all right. And uh, he's got you, basically, the first couple of quests are you hunting down bandits who have kind of been, like, stalking the village and trying to, like, cause, cause a ruckus. And one of those bandit clans that you hunt down, you find is actually a demonic cult. And that cult successfully summons the spirit of Aleshin. So you actually fight Aleshin as the boss fight. This six-foot or eight-foot towering goat man monster with with antlers like a deer who uh who has like fire powers i don't know lessons are cool and yeah like really hard to fight <laughs> would you would you say that they're metal they're metal as fuck um the name of this dlc pack you ready yeah me very plain life all right, <laughs> All right. <laughs> I, now i'm imagining as like someone who owns the game and they're like oh new dlc i'm like oh cool and i see that and i just go what <laughs> <laughs> yeah basically how i would react to the end of that each of those quests too that's awesome i like it oh i don't like it i want to be clear i don't like it <laughs> thank you you said you like oh, it it's uh, on record now <laughs> All right. we have the audio strike that strike that and just put like air horn noises over me saying that yeah, I can't believe I won, you guys. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Matt. I'm, I, I'm obligated as host of this podcast today to ask you for your answer now. Well, Todd, you see, you, the Witcher, 
as you walk away from the cobble store, you do realize that while you feel bad about your actions, your legs feel lighter and your feet feel better, and you can tell that these boots do have some magical properties. Oh, that makes me feel better. Yeah, these boots come with some amount of healing to them. They increase your stamina. I don't know if that's a thing in the Witcher games, it but is it is thing. now. You're right. Boom! Check one. They also deal an extra poison damage on any hand-to-hand combat. Hmm. Yeah, it's great. If you, yeah. if you kick them. If you kick them, exactly. And it's like yeah. the first James Bond movie. So you love <laughs> these boots. As you travel around town, everybody else loves your boots. Everybody comments on your boots and asks where you got your boots and you realize that not only could you make money selling these boots as the lowly cobbler who cobble shoes does, you could try to harness the magical properties in these boots and you could try to distribute that to the people in exchange for murmurers. So as you travel around the land, you distill the magic properties of your boots and you sell them two other villagers that you meet on your travels in the Witcher 3.5 snake oil salesman. <laughs> nice. I'm so Thanks. mad. <laughs> I was waiting for Matt. I wanted to, I want you to know my butt was so clenched waiting for that pun, but I was waiting for these boots. They're made for walking. Uh, yeah. I, 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 that no. one's very good. Admittedly, that's very good. I was going for the snake pun. Snake oil was good. It was, it was right in the same way that snake in the grass was also very appropriate. Yeah. 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 Rule of threes demanded it be a snake pun, not a, yeah. a boots yeah. pun. Yeah, that's good. That's but these good. boots are made for walking. Is okay, no. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Kyle, I have I have vanquished the hellhound. I saved the bad man who, who extorts his people. What what happens next in this full feature DLC? So you have you have gone off and completed the main quest. Months, if not years, have passed. I don't know how time moves in the Witcher series, um, but you see another. Um, you you go to a contracts board. You again just to look for something to do. And you see um, a familiar piece of parchment um, with the same like letterhead that the the last one that this viceroy sent out had, asking for just for um, a a Witcher. They will they there's a very large sum of money on it, but they aren't going to disclose any more details until you show up in public. Um, it's just like ten thousand murmurs and oh, it's so many murmurs. Yeah, it's a lot of murmurs. A lot of murmurs. So you're like, well, I I finished the main quest. Yeah. Um, it's a lot of murmurs. You you head back to the viceroy's estate. This time, it is not the same um, mansion, estate house, but a full on castle. Um, there is no town, or where there was a town. Um, is now more of a city surrounding the castle with a, a white stone um, fence around it. Very large. So you, you walk up to the front gate. It's a very, very ornate gate. Um, they, you know, they open the gates for you. The, they, the viceroy has given his guards your description because he's you, you start to suspect fishing specifically for you. You walk through the city, and 
you notice everyone in the city has very hollow black eyes. Oh. You you walk up to the castle and every every person you pass and all the animals too, like all the stray cats, all the dogs in town, all have these hollow black eyes. And um you walk up to the castle, you go inside, pass all the guards again with these black eyes, and um go in and talk to the viceroy now who has now been made a duke i guess something higher whatever than is better <laughs> yeah um uh, uh, meow, meow, meow. and he <laughs> he starts to exposit to you that um when he was attacked by the hellhound and you saved his life he realized two things one he was very weak um he did not like he he thought he, of himself as a big, strong, rich man, and this hellhound kind of proved him otherwise. So he realized he was very weak and wanted to fix that, and that um, things of hell are very strong. So he reveals to you he has made some very occult dealings. Um, Uh-oh. <laughs> yada yada away, but this whole castle city is under his control and all of its inhabitants, including all the animals and whatever, are possessed by demons. Oh. While he wants to thank you for sending him down this path so many <laughs> months ago. Um, Good job. He also knows that um, a witcher is probably his biggest threat in this world to his power and has, brought, has lured you here to take you out. All the doors in this grand room open, and um, masses of people with these black eyes come in and um, start to move toward you because you are in the Witcher colon Hell Town. <laughs> Good. Good. Kyle, can I pitch an alternate title for you? It just Please. popped in my mind. Witcher 3 colon of Maestroy and Men. There it is. That's, that's good too. Matt, do you have one? Is it snake related? Uh, no, Shut up. I've, good. I've only got one. I've only got one snake pun left, and it's for my closing statement. Uh, well, All right. okay. Good. So, so Matt, having said closing statement, so um, you've got you've got one last chance here to sell me on your quest line. Give me give me a quick hot take or your final thought or closing statement. As to why your story should be part of this witchering world. Villager Jim. Stop. Nope. Next. <laughs> and his Villager Jim and his very plain very plain wife lived a very plain life until he encountered some very plain strife and picked up a very plain knife <laughs> and murdered somebody. The end. <laughs> Is the Witcher all about puns? And I didn't get that memo. Like Project Project Red, bring us on board. We'll do this for free for you. All right. I don't Matt. Todd. Matt. If you take on the quest line that I have laid out for you in this debate, not only will you be a great civil serpent to the people of this town. <laughs> You will handle all the snakes in the realm, and you won't just be the witcher, Todd. You will be the snake charmer. Okay. <laughs> all right. Fix the landing. Uh, Kyle. 
Um, I, Todd, I don't have a bad pun or Thanks. series of rhymes for you. So if that's what you're looking for, I'm sorry. Hey, um, you know, it's not. What I do have is a minor side quest that turns into like a endless wave Endless um, just slaughtering spree as a DLC uh, where you just are slaughtering through demon possessed people and trying to trying to last the longest and then posting your results on on Twitter, comparing them <laughs> to everyone worldwide. It's it, did you just give me a Fortnite? The Witcher four cod zombies. Yeah, it's, it it's exactly one Fortnite. So. Uh, You've you've given me a lot to think about, and I, I just need to reflect on that. Um, I also need to go visit Yennefer to deal with some things involving a unicorn. Ha! So while I do that, why don't you all take some time to say some nice things about what you've done to me today? Boy, <laughs> howdy, was this fun, you guys. <laughs> oh, man, good, good times uh, had by all. Hey, uh, Matt and Kyle, well done. You guys, you guys <laughs> stepped into the... You guys stepped into the sweaty snakeskin boots of a franchise that you've never encountered, messed with before, and you didn't knock it out of the park, but you 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 damn well close came to it. So, <laughs> at least job. least hit a few hit a few runs. Yeah, et cetera, et cetera. Made, with made this it metaphor, to, made it to base a couple times. Yeah, you you d- you did a thing, uh, Matt. The snake puns were were excellent, always on point. Thank you, uh, Kyle. Kyle, the uh, the the demon slaying fourth quarter there is is very good very fun that's what you want out of a dlc is just more killing more verb sets for more killing uh well well done boys yeah um man i'll start with kyle uh way to do a significantly better job than me about or at talking about the witcher three that neither of us had played Um, (laughs) did i yeah I mean, it seemed like it. I don't know. The words you said made more sense than mine, although it had less puns. It definitely made more sense. <laughs> um, also, Andrew, this was definitely a lot of fun, uh, and it was fun to hear how much you know about The Witcher and The Witcher series. Um, for me, this episode was like going to the big youth group with the cool kid from middle school. I didn't really understand <laughs> anything that happened, but I had a good time. You were um, just excited to be involved. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Happy to there be was there. pizza and ping pong, and that was cool. So I enjoyed the ride, and it was fun for me, and I hope it was fun for you. And good job with all of the effort you put into this. Um, yeah, so I, I won't pretend to know what Todd is thinking, but Andrew, congratulations on winning today. <laughs> <laughs> It's been a while. Usually I'm the wild card. So you it's clearly nice to feel... have played these games and read these books and know what is what what to say to answer these questions properly. There will 100 percent be a Witcher flavor text here on or around the time the Netflix show comes out. Andrew's recording it on his own, too. He, he just started <laughs> and hasn't told us. We'll just splice in reactions from the rest of them. And Matt, that was a very good um, long walk to the bad pun. I'm always... <laughs> I'm always a fan of the uh, better Nate than Lever style jokes. If anyone knows what that is, it was very, very good cover for being in my similar shoes and not knowing anything about the Witcher universe, except that there is a thing called a Witcher and they it's somewhat a medieval setting was all I had. That's all. Those are my good vibes. Good job, everyone. So, um, Today, you all felt what I feel when we talk about Pokemon. <laughs> except, <laughs> except Andrew, 
you felt what I feel when we talk about Super Mario RPG. Or and Fallout. Or Fallout. <laughs> um, except once Matt got hooked on Fallout lore, and then Matt That's became true. me. Um, that, that happened. So, yeah, Andrew, you won. But I want you to know something. <laughs> I want, I'm, I'm not happy to be stuck with Jim and his boring life wife. Um, but it's it's very what plain. It's what I'm it's what I'm taking, and I I want to really say Matt and Kyle, you guys did two things that could have could have feasibly been thrown into The Witcher, and like I I want to give some honorable mention to Matt because yeah. you up until you literally said there's a snake in my boots, I did not see it coming. <laughs> That's all. the best. At I'm all. so glad. I Not knew some even I knew little. something was coming cuz you were saying boots too many mm-hmm. times. <laughs> but, <laughs> That's a dead giveaway. But I didn't know there's a snake in my boots was the punchline. I just tried to make a generic like quest that could have gone in anything. So I'm glad it could have worked in The Witcher. That's all I was going for. It was just really I think I mean you you all did a really really good job. Like to to do a thing that you know nothing about and actually feasibly like Kyle your your like DLC turnaround like that would straight up happen that like a mm-hmm. somewhat like minor character who played a side quest like oh dark power's great this is fantastic <laughs> <laughs> I went from being just normal bad to like really bad that's basically hearts of stone yeah which is an actual DLC pack hey. like, that's, yeah i did it <laughs> with that we'll go ahead and wrap up Thanks for listening in to debate this and joining us for Spooktacular Express 2019. We've super had such a good time giving you that spooky content that you crave, and we cannot wait to do it again next year. Next so, spooky year. The next, yeah. <laughs> next, next spooky year. But um, before that, Andrew, why don't you tell them what we are doing this weekend? We're making bad decisions. Yeah, we are. Okay, well, uh, and, we'll t- be more specific about what we're doing this but weekend. Specifically, we're going to be live streaming uh, Saturday, November 2nd. Um, we're going to start at 8 o'clock and go through to 8 o'clock on Sunday. And I've been told, apparently, is a daylight savings time, so that's actually a 25-hour stream. Are you serious? Woo! I hate Which, this idea. Fuck. Yeah, it's a terrible idea, but we are going to be uh, making bad decisions together and being mischievous geese together for sick kids. So this uh, 24-hour marathon is benefiting uh, the Children's Miracle Network, and specifically, since we're in Columbus, uh, Nationwide Children's Hospital, twitch.tv slash debate this cast. Again, that is twitch.tv slash debate this cast. Also, make sure you're following along with the argument on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at debate this cast, and check out our website at debatethiscast.com. If you like what you hear, Please leave us a spooky review so more people can hear our spooky, nerdy, and spooky, dumb, spooky show. And, and so Todd stops doing that, please. I have to wait 11 more months to do it. Let me have this. Until next time, I'm Todd Thomas. I'm Andrew. Well, in the books, Henderson. I'm Matt. All out of snake puns. Cole. And I'm Kyle. Just happy to be included, Harper. Saying thanks for debating with us. And if you think we're wrong, then you can come fight us behind the spooky swing sets, nerds. Spooky nerds. What do you mean? Spooky nerds. Spooky nerds. Spooky nerds. Spooky nerds. Spooky nerds. Spooky nerds.